This top 10 fantasy football running backs edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 a WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hey, this is LeGarrette Blunt, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. The sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. I'm here, Sean. Just here so I don't get fined. That's not what they, not what they Confirmed. say. Ryan is here on yep. the podcast. In case you guys were wondering, happy Fourth, Sean. Happy Fourth of July. Uh, we we're uh, pre-taping this a little one, uh, a little bit. Ryan is while this podcast is dropping. Ryan's mm. out on uh, Catalina Island. Oh, I'm I am sure I am enjoying myself uh on the on the it's smoking my weed. Oh, it's a little bit of island time. It's a little bit of uh, you know, sleeping within what would you say four, 50 feet of the ocean. There's something therapeutic the ultimate, there. Yeah, the ultimate white noise machine. And yeah, I uh, fully expect to be medicated. I uh, I I I don't want to I don't want to uh, blow anything, Sean, but I will be <laughs> out there preparing. Okay. I'm going to be bringing some, uh, some burnable materials for me to mm. read. And then, uh, you know, Ryan I, always likes to, to, you know, pack in his, uh, you know, almanacs, football outsiders, almanacs. football outsiders, <laughs> all these like bill steel. Yeah. Unload uh, hundreds of pages of, of fantasy preseason football oh. data, and then just burn it all. I mean, let's in just, some sort of ceremony. Let's just put it this way. Uh, Sean, we have plans. We have plans to maybe go alphabetically through a list of things. Oh yeah. Don't, don't, uh, so breaking news. Stay tuned for that. So yeah. uh, I might be looking through some A's, maybe a, a couple B's, <laughs> maybe even a C who knows. We have so much NFL content coming between now and the start of the season. Oh, listen to those trumpets Blair. Get me so excited again. July. That's what it's. That's what it's fun to be a football fan, right? Because your team's undefeated. Everything's going your way. You got it all figured out. Perfect time to head over to WinBet. Get down on their bet fifty. Get two hundred dollars in free bets promotion. Again, free money there. And the ultimate fantasy football experience. You still have until the end of the month for every $500 you bet on sports and casino hashtag digits only you'll get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at the encore beach club, a lot of talent over there and a two night stay at the wind resorts for you and your entire league multiple entries allowed. 
Hey, if you win this, hit us up. Maybe we'll uh, come out there, hang out with you guys because over at WinBet, bet big, win bigger. Already got some sweet, sweet preseason NFL futures. Win totals up. We're going to go through those on our division preview series, but so much NFL preseason content. Just get over to winbet.com. What are you waiting for? Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older. Present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Fabulous work. I'm dialed in. Ice coffee's hitting. Oh. I, I got some. I got some juicy takes. Juicy. I, I think there's like not hot. There's one hot take. I mean, again, I think we'll obviously we'll get to it, but I think to get crazy and at least like the one uh, pick for running back, it's hard to really make a case against. But I think in the you know in the middle range, there's some interesting stuff there. Yeah, I mean, I think again, you can be hot to be hot. Or you can uh, you can just be coming with some sweet sweet objective takes that the world haven't caught up on yet. Yes, trendsetter, Sean. Do you want to go first or should I? Ah, uh, you go first, Ryan. Kick it off. Who is your number ten? You know, I fantasy love- football running back four. Now this is full point PPR, correct? Because we get that question a lot. <laughs> mm, a half point. My model my model works best for full point PPR. This is full point PPR. Okay. Uh, you know, I love abusing the ten spot with a little bit of a micro hot take. Look, I'm I'm taking this guy. It's a baby hot take. It's too. a baby hot take, but I I would say I'm he's being juiced up mm, ten plus spots on on market. This is a guy I'm drafting consistently in the fifth sixth round right now in best ball. J.K. Dobbins. Wow. Now. Wow. Okay, because I'm looking at fantasy pros. Where do they, they have, have him? Twenty third. Twenty third. All right, I'm here for it. You said you didn't have any hot takes, but uh, J.K. Dobbins at number ten. I understand the uncertainty. I understand uh, why. Where I understand why he's going in the running back dead zone. I understand why he's going after the likes of Mixon, Fournette, Connor, uh, Swift, Javante Williams, David Montgomery. You can keep going down the list. Cam, I understand why he's probably ranked after that by in most of your your standard formats. He's the running back for the Baltimore Ravens, a team that just got rid of Hollywood Brown. Yes, they have Rashad Bateman. Yes, they have Mark Andrews. They don't have a lot more than that when it comes to passing. And yes, Lamar Jackson is probably their goal line back. But what did we see? What did we see, Sean, when J.K. Dobbins was healthy? Yeah. We saw a guy who was hyper efficient. Remember when the the fantasy nerds talked about how efficient he was running for what? No! Close to, uh, I just went to his reference page. Got thrown to his uh, his college page. He he, absolute beast. Now was it was six it yards a ca- ACL or Achilles for Dobbins? ACL. Okay. Remember I, remember when we lost uh, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards from a lot of my best ball teams. <laughs> Super. That was, I do remember that now from last year. That was a sad day uh, for the Kramer house. Well, it was first happy because Dobbins got hurt and we're like yes, Gus Edwards. We love Gus Edwards. And then Gus Edwards got hurt. Uh, so anyway, long, bringing it all the way back around, is there a team in the league outside of maybe the 49ers who wants to run the ball more than the Baltimore Ravens no, in and, his and short time playing uh, in 2020, he averaged six yards a carry on 134 rushes and nine touchdowns again, 805 yards. There's a lot of room for improvement there. And I think if everything hits, there is some talk of Gus Edwards not being all the way back. I, I talked mm. about Tyler Batty 
uh, as a guy I like as a change of pace guy. But it seems like if Dobbins is there and Dobbins is healthy, Dobbins is going to get a healthy, healthy share of the carries for this team. And I think this is a team that, if again, gun to my head, they they're leading the lead in carries this year. So I I want to get the lead dog in that backfield. It's not Lamar dog, and I think there's room for both of them to get ten plus touchdowns. So. If, if you're asking me, you know, am I a little higher than I need to be? B- yes. yes, because we only we only do ten. We're only doing a top ten. So I <laughs> I wanted to get it out there because I well, love right. J.K. Dobbins. Now I am going to have north of he's going to be more, more one of my more heavily owned dudes in best ball. Uh, in re- if you're in redraft, which is what we're prim- primarily talking about, Sean. Yes, you you get the elite wide receivers up front. You get an elite quarterback. And, and you take J.K. Dobbins in the fifth round. That's the way it works. That's every one of my builds is going to be that, unless someone snakes me, like Darrow. Shout out to Darrow, who's still in Kramer's head. Still in my weeks head. later, rent free. All, All right. right. So who's your number ten? Yeah, I mean, not as hot of a take as J.K. Dobbins going completely off the board. I uh, again, the more the this guy has a chance, I think, to be a top three running back. I'm putting him here at number ten. Mm. Give me Aaron Jones. I mean. His targets and catches with Devontae Adams not in the lineup are insane. And Aaron Rodgers is very much a guy. He's got his group of guys. He trusts certain guys. Aaron Jones is definitely one of the guys he trusts. He could legitimately lead the team in reception. So, yeah. again, full point PPR model. But Aaron Jones, I, you look at, okay, he last year he had one game with double digit targets. That, of course, was a game where Devontae Adams was out. He had 11 targets, seven catches. 51 rush yards, 59 receiving yards, a touchdown. AJ Dillon, zero catches in that game. Now I think AJ Dillon maybe gets a little bit more pass work, but I don't I, I don't think you have to say that. I, I think he's gonna get carries. I think yeah. he eats into Aaron Jones's carries. Well, and and that's what I thought, like goal line stuff, it's gonna go all to Dillon. But if you actually look at it, um Aaron Jones, okay, so they both had talking about carries inside the 10. You got uh, you got a number? Yeah, he had six carries. Uh, AJ Dillon had ten, but they had the same number of touchdowns with four. So hmm. Aaron Jones actually kind of quietly hyper efficient when you get close to the goal line. I really like Aaron Jones. I think again, I think Aaron Rodgers I don't think is going to really get like a. Him. No, I really like him in fantasy. I, I don't I think, think you really like him because I got. I'm sitting here looking at my list, and he's seven on my list. Really? Okay. Uh, but it's it's everything you said. This is a play. This is an Austin Eckler like play. Yeah. I don't care how many carries he's going to get. I really don't care. I think I think you're going to be. Uh, if anything, we're getting a discount on Aaron Jones, and there's there's a couple other guys we'll talk about because there is competition for carries. But you know, well, because right? AJ Without Dillon's Dill- a known commodity. But this is about the pass catching work. If you're if you're if playing- AJ Dillon was so good, he'd be going a little earlier in drafts. I think there's this weird uncertainty that's allowed Aaron Jones to fall out of the first round into the second round in in many of these drafts. And I, I just think if I'm drafting at the tail end, again, redraft here, would I love to take an elite wide receiver and an elite running back like Aaron Jones? Yeah, I think the the catch ceiling is a hundred catches this year. I think he can be flirting with triple digits. No, and, and I, I really and and maybe you're right, ten could be low. I'm certainly going to try and snag a ton of him in best ball. These are full PPR, right? We're not doing half. Yes. P- okay. And even though underdog second. is half point PPR, I'm going to be. Uh, I, I need more Aaron Rodgers stacks with Aaron Jones. I, I, like I, looking at my portfolio, yeah. Ryan. 
I need more yeah. of those. Because you can also, I mean, you can fill up the whole team, and this is a team that's going to have an offense. And by the way, I'd like to meet the guy who has a very different rankings in his half point PPR than his full point <laughs> PPR. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, there's some guys in here that have very high pass catching ceilings, and they're just undervalued because people haven't caught on yet. Number nine. A guy with not a huge pass catching ceiling, but it's Nick Chubb because you can't have mm. Nick Chubb outside your top ten, uh, See, especially with the uncertainty. I, I do, but I I kept going back and forth. I put him in, then I kept him out. I hmm, I like the idea of being high on him because I do think there's still a chance Kareem Hunt gets traded. So I, I I see the case for it. He's going to be the lead dog on a team with Brissett. I right at this point, Baker. Maybe they kiss his ass and Baker sticks no, around. Baker's not playing. He hasn't. I, I think if you look at his latest comments, or at least yeah, there, there's a chance the door is still open for him to come back. If if Watson gets suspended for a year, I I, I believe. But if not, it's Brissett. And if you have Brissett, how do you not like Nick Chubb? It's Amari Cooper and a bunch of relative scrubs at the t- at the pass catching positions. Yeah, even if. Dernis Johnson or Kareem Hunt is sharing the load. Like this is a position that we're going to look back on, and we're once again going to be like, "Damn, Nick Chubb is a grown ass man running back who he doesn't use fucking gloves and elbow pads and all this all this modern day pussy shit. He just runs the rock into the end zone, and we're going to watch him put up two hundred yards and two touchdowns and be like, ah, why were we so low on him? Because it's hard. It's hard to him and Derrick Henry are hard because they have very little pass catching uh, ability or or involvement, and so it's well and Kareem and you know as currently and there's other guys and, and currently on the roster again they they signed uh, Dearness Johnson I think to be the legit number two and still look to trade Kareem Hunt, but if they if they start the season with Kareem Hunt on the roster, that's certainly going to eat into Chubb's workload. So that's why I have him just outside my top ten. So but I. I the case for him is pretty easy to make. And I think it comes down to, you know, how many weeks does Nick Chubb completely screw you over? Cause you know, he's going to have some big games. It's really the concern is how many games does he disappear? And I guess I was with, with him and JK Dobbins, I was comfortable enough with the the offense they're in and, and their commitment to running the rock to put him there. So number nine for me is Nick Chubb. Number nine for me, give me Bengals running back Joe Mixon, third most oh, okay. rushing attempts in the league last season. Offensive line has improved. Again, not heavily involved in the passing game, but 14 carries inside the five turned into seven touchdowns. Uh, I think, you know, he could get even probably more uh, goal line work. I, I think this offense obviously figured some stuff out last season. And again, why, you know, he still had. A decent amount of pass work, forty-two catches on forty-eight targets. That's what scares me about him. Uh, I, I like him. I think he's a great running back, and I think peop, most people would be surprised to hear what you said about the number of carries he had last year. Or I said catches, but uh, no, no. Before that, you talked about oh, yes. carries, two hundred ninety-two carries. Number, like, yeah, number. Th- and just from a usage standpoint, most people think, oh, Joe Mixon, he's going to do it in both the passing and the running. He's actually, to me, like closer to a, a Nick Chubb. Yeah, I think he's going to be more of a running back. I think they really like Chris Evans in the past game, um, and it's a, it does sound like Evans is the number two. I know there was some debate Evans, P. Ryan, who's the third down back. We got into a lot of those debates it's in the playoffs. It seems like it's by all accounts it's Evans, but Joe Mixon. It's just 
A, it's a tremendous amount of volume. B, it's a good offense. C, it's an improved offensive line. I, it's hard not to put him in the top ten when he's got like three massive indicators uh, of for success. And back to to the point, it, it, he the offense wants to run the ball. I mean, again, he had the usage, so you know that offense wants to run the. At the end of the day, even though they have the weapons, their core is running the rock now. Uh, Sean, this is cheating, but he would like he would he's number eleven, so he's 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 right there. He's right. All there. my guys not in the top ten or number eleven. So no, just one, just one. Okay, so he's the only eleven. I ha- I have top uh, twenty ranked. Just wow. Just so where do you have Saquon Barkley? You can't have him in the top ten, right? Number eight, Saquon. Oh Barkley. my God, it's, it's Ryan. a it's a ca- I, I understand your injury play, Sean, and you're and you're obviously the anti Homer <laughs> here, but they are going. He is. We every, owe it to the listeners. Everything you said about Aaron Jones, <laughs> he's being, he's going to be used. There are going to be two running backs on the field at the same time. Uh, he is going to be used in the passing game a lot. I think you're going to see Daniel Jones throwing to Saquon Barkley a lot. And I think we could be going back to a situation where Saquon's floor is tremendously high because he's getting uh, four to five catches a week. And so if, if I believe he's going to have the catch ceiling of an Aaron Jones, I'm going to put him right behind Aaron Jones in my rankings. And obviously a little bit of a Homer here, but contract year, Sean, those things matter. It might not be with the giants, but he needs to get paid somewhere. And so you, you, it, you I, sprinkle I in uh, the improved offensive line, just like the Bengals. Um, I, I, they can't be worse. And I think the involvement in, uh, with Saquon Barkley in the passing game, like he can achieve back to where his ceiling was when he was a top, top pick. The hottest take would have been me coming in here, putting him as a top three running back. I would never do that to the Kramer gang <laughs> because I do think there's enough question about the offense. But if this offense takes a huge well, step it, forward to average, maybe even above average, and you hear some of the stuff that people are saying, like "Holy shit, we have the the toughest thing to learn this year has been the amount of motion we're going to be using because Jason Garrett didn't do any of that." Saquon Barkley talking about being lined up on the outside, being lined up in the slot, so. I think there's just a lot of excitement around the amount of catches that Saquon could have in this offense. And you can argue lots of mouths to feed, but Sean, you would tell me yourself, Hey, these receivers aren't going to stay healthy. So I do think Barkley, assuming he stays healthy and doesn't accidentally step on someone's foot and twist his ankle like last year, uh, he, he should be good. And he's going to have a catch ceiling that mm, maybe three or four guys above him have. And so, yeah, Saquon Barkley, number eight, where do you have Saquon Barkley, Sean? I you did not make my top ten. I would okay. probably, you know, expert ranks have him at twelve. I'd say like So I'm not even that I'd say high like twenty. Um and that's the thing, that's again why I'm not you putting have him, him in below my below Travis Etienne, below Miles Sanders, below Cam Akers, Tony Pollard, Kamara, David Montgomery. Yeah, um uh, Javante Williams. Probably in that I mean, I would rather have Javante Williams a hundred percent. That's that's um, where you got him then. Yeah, I, I'm I mean again, Ryan, not to be a hater, but I test. He did not look good last year. Like he's, he seems okay. to have clearly lost some explosiveness. He was hurt. He was, being he was played hurt. by Devonte Booker. He was hurt. Uh, okay. So you're right. The entire uh, season he was hurt. We, we have plenty of data that know that when guys come back from these knee injuries, they're much better than the full year removed. And uh, yeah, he, he fucking, he like he had a stupid fucking high ankle sprain cause He stepped on someone's foot while he was like skipping off the field. I mean, there was a little bit of a flukeness uh, to that injury, and yeah, I do think he'll be all the way back. You haven't seen the pictures of him looking shredded. So <laughs> you fuck said you. that last year. I you did, said that the year before. And then, he, then he got an unlucky I've, I've injury. I've watched so many videos of him chopping injury. his legs on the beach. He hasn't been. He had an awesome rookie season where he dominated. 
in fantasy, and he's just never got to that again. I, I just don't think he's gonna be fantasy relevant. And you keep talking no, about this that, Brian that. Brian Dable offense. What the the Bills offense? Where, where was like the high running back fantasy production in that offense? They had shit running backs. I mean, honestly, I think I think when you have Saquon Barkley, whether however you feel about the running back position and it's uh, it's like the use of the cap. If you have that guy, you're going to line him up and find ways to get him the ball. And so I think what I'm saying is he's going to catch a lot of passes. And if you catch a lot of passes in fantasy, Sean, especially in full point PPR, it, you just create a, a a very hard to attain floor from some of these other guys. So yeah, Barkley stays healthy. And you know what? Maybe I, I I'd love to wager with you on the Barkley thing this year because I think you're you're treading into some dangerous waters. No, I mean he, you I, are, I just you need an guy... injury. You need an injury to be ru- to be right. I think. I watched a guy think who, you, who got outplayed by Devonte Booker. Again, he was hurt, and we're talking about a, a slightly different philosophy when it comes to offense. So you're projecting a the offense is going to be much more efficient. B that he is going to remain completely healthy, and C he's going to have an increased role in the passing. I don't I don't generally include injury projections in my fantasy ranking, Sean. But yeah, I think most people, most sane people, logical people would say that the offensive <laughs> line has gotten better. The the offense should be more explosive and more creative and use the running back, uh, especially when it's Saquon Barkley in ways that make sense. I mean, we, we, t- you've, you reminded me, they don't, they didn't run a motion. They didn't, they didn't do a lot of like modern things last year. So yeah, I think it's reasonable to think that the offense getting better allows Saquon Barkley to get back to form. And yes, if he stays healthy and doesn't, doesn't have a fluke injury. I mean, uh, to, uh, to I'm, me, I'm my, my analysis on Saquon Barkley, why he was so fun to watch his rookie year when he was uh, in, insanely explosive, he has that Barry Sanders thing where it's like, you know, one yard, one yard, one yard, and then 70 yards. And I think the injuries have taken a toll on him, and we don't have those massive plays to carry his average. I'm not relying on the massive play, although, yes, that's how he's going to score the touchdowns. I'm relying on an amazing amount of targets. Okay, and he, he had 57 targets last year. What do you what do you think he does target wise? Top five in the NFL and for running backs. Okay, so that would be what mid 80s. I think he'll have. I, I think he. Yeah, I think he could flirt with 80 to 100 targets, if not more. I mean, I'm telling you, he's going to be used in the passing game a shitload. I mean, it's all right. I, you're you're prepared to be wrong here. I'm just worried I'm not right enough. Maybe I need him <laughs> higher on the list. No, I mean, I I've been fading Saquon Barkley the past three years, and it's worked out. Fading I'm, him and not draft—it's one thing to to say he's going to be outperformed by, um, you know, we could do Miles Sanders versus Saquon Barkley heads up fantasy points if you want. I'll to think on that. Okay. I mean, it seems like that's where you have—that's what your rankings would suggest. Uh, no, I I think. I also I have to uh, Miles Sanders. I don't have Miles do Sanders in my top a favor. ten. Do do just all right. Miles Sanders more fantasy points than Saquon Barkley. Let's right. go. We Number can, eight. We'll do some sim units on that one. Leonard Fournette. Okay, nice. I more I've been thinking about this. Uh, AKA listening to the show. Yeah, listening to you. the show, learning. You look at the vacated Ronald Jones touches. It's insane. One hundred one carries. Uh, 10 cut 10 catches Leonard Fournette 25 carries inside the 10 11 carries inside the five for five touchdowns you know Brady is getting older doesn't like to get hit he's gonna be dumping it down a bunch I, my only concern I guess is maybe maybe the rookie Rashad white gets some of the passing down work 
Um, that, that's Williams, the biggest. Gio worry. Bernard, like there's there's guys behind him that might get a little work. Tom, but clearly Gio. Brady again. In the same way, I like Aaron Jones because you have a veteran quarterback who trusts this other veteran. Um, Leonard Fournette has a history with Tom Brady. He's playoff Lenny, and I think especially early on, you have no Gronk. Godwin, who knows when he's going to be playing or at least healthy. I think Leonard Fournette is one of the more reliable targets for uh, Brady, and I, I just see him getting involved in the offense a lot. And the offense should still be pretty good overall. At number eight feels right. I guess you could argue there's a little question about the interior of the offensive line, but yeah, I, I, I Fournette's the guy I don't have in my top ten. That I think I was just gimmicking the way that the drafts are happening now because I think you, I have Fournette at number twelve. Full disclosure, see, not eleven, number twelve. <laughs> but I, but I do think I, I love him as a. Th- we we just did a best ball uh, episode before the the bur- the holiday, and and we we love Fournette. Because he's in the third round, he's yeah. a third round guy. I don't think he'll be third round by the by t- by the time we get to like August draft season because a checks the the top offense right. Like running back production is generally correlated to the offense's production. My only concern with him is injury. Yeah, and, and just play off. He, he, like, he came into weight a little heavy. Well, I, I was could, gonna say compl- probably unfair, but is he gonna <laughs> play his way into shape? Well, again, this is if they're if I'm going to put out an adjusted list or change things. Hmm. Um, oh, pre- it's early ranking, Sean. It's no, early. no, I'm just saying I could see him getting knocked down depending yeah. on how some of these camp reports shake out. All right, we're talking about fantasy football, and you probably already use Sleeper, the app, the app Sleeper, great to play your season long, your dynasty. Kramer and I grinding out our uh, dynasty league over on Sleeper, the DGEN's only league, but they can win instant, cold, hard cash with Sleeper in their over under game. Again, you can win as much as 2x all the way up to 20x. All you got to do is put together some sweet, sweet player prop parlays. MLB, again, you know, it's a grind here in the summer, and what way to spice it up than with some nice. Uh, really fun MLB player prop parlays. You can hop in our squad, copy our picks with a click of a button. Uh, you can also put out your own picks. Tag us in the uh, squad chat. Say, hey, Sean, hop on my sweet player prop parlay. If you uh, give me a winning uh, parlay, I'm uh, again, tag me in the squad chat. If you give me a winning uh, player prop parlay, I will hook you up with an SGPN hoodie. Ooh. And again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP, 100% deposit match. Up to one hundred dollars. Again, when you deposit, use a promo code SGP. Sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers. Terms of use for details. Kramer, you are on your number seven pick. Seven was Aaron Jones for me. So we we already kind of talked about it. But just to reiterate, I think uh, it's interesting to me that uh, that Dylan is not moving up draft boards if Aaron Jones is going to slide into the mid second round. Because I think if you believe that Aaron Jones is going to take enough of the workload or AJ Dillon, why are we not drafting him in the fifth round in the four, right? But meanwhile, Aaron Jones, again, top offense, the quarterback trusts this man in the passing yeah, game. I mean, we he once about- cashed a forty-five to one <laughs> three touchdown right. bet where he scored four touchdowns for us. That was awesome. Uh, and, and you can argue, and, and I've I've made this argument. He is the top passing catching target for this team. Yeah, I, I and we we talk about vacated touches when a running back lose, you know, um th- there's one running back and then the the guy ahead of him or behind him leaves. 
but I think Devonte Adams, those touches gotta go somewhere, man. And and I think Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, Bobby Tunyon are going to be the ones that benefit from it. <laughs> the philosophy of the head coach too. I mean, it, it is very it's, much. It's not a new head coach. No. It's not a new quarterback. Everything changes except one guy who had a shit ton of work. And they're so it, it's I'm you're starting I'm to see the you're starting to hired. see the master plan of why they took AJ Dillon and uh, Jordan Love in the first and second round a couple <laughs> years back. The future is if future is now, Sean. So, so your that seven's was Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. My seven, uh, Christian McCaffrey, who probably most people have higher. I am knocking him a little bit because. I think there is something to staying healthy. Uh, he he obviously got a tremendous amount of volume, twenty six fantasy points per game in PPR formats when he played. Um, you know, four of the five of the Panthers' five wins last season came when CMC was active and playing. But again, he's just missed so many snaps, and it's a, a to me, I got to pull him down a little bit for injury. And I think when you have back to back years where you miss. A, a nice chunk of time or dealing with an injury, it's tough to project this season where you're going to be completely healthy and I'm slightly lower on the Panthers offense in general. All that being said, he still has an insanely high ceiling. So seven is probably maybe even a little low. I just don't think I'm going to be ending up with much CMC because he's still going. I mean, how we did a best ball uh, draft last week and I think he went number one overall, which is insane, but even number one, number two overall, I'm not clicking the Christian McCaffrey button. So I guess in my rankings, I'm putting him at a spot where I won't have a ton of shares. Of him. Yeah. Our friends, uh, our friends over at establish the run seem to be getting higher and higher on McCaffrey. So I, I my, like my six through four guys, I feel like all are, are interchangeable and they're in that category of guys who have once or could be a top guy. The number one overall guy, if they stay healthy, but we've watched them repeatedly struggle to stay healthy. And for me, they're still using that shitty field turf in Carolina, FY. Yeah, but when I'm comparing, and the group for me, and I guess I won't spoil it, but when I'm comparing these guys, I'm looking at the absolute ceiling of what they can bring. And to me, Dalvin Cook has the lowest ceiling of these three guys. And so he's my number six guy. Mm. I think there's still con- concern there. Obviously, when he's on the field and being used, we've seen what Dalvin Cook can be. We we also see what Al- Alex Madison can be. Now here's the catch: it's a different offense. Yeah, it is a new coach. And yeah, and granted, we're hearing a lot of stuff about being a pass-first team, so that also makes me want to tick Dalvin Cook a little lower. I, I think this maybe is a team that's going to try to have Kirk Cousins throw the ball a shitload. I do think Dalvin Cook is gonna, is going to eat. I just the combination of the off season uncertainty about what the offense will be, the fact that I I'm not as locked into them being an elite offense like someone and, like the and, Packers. And for you example. look at uh, I have Dalvin Cook number four. I, really? Okay. Yeah, slightly higher. Uh, again, you can, yeah, you, you're not, bringing his up some brothers good in the league now, so he's <laughs> no. But I mean, I, I I think to me what was impressive was looking at the numbers fourth in the league. In runs inside the ten, which is pretty impressive because he did miss four games. I think why he's not a top three back for me is his his pass catching role continues to decrease. So I think if they do end up being more pass heavy, you know his 35, 25 touch uh, catches, which again not huge, but through the course of a season, a couple catches a game certainly helps bump you up. Um, 
you know, will hurt him a little bit. I do think he's probably due for a slight touchdown increase. I mean, he went from he had 17 total touchdowns in 2020 to only eight in 2021. Um, again, but like I test for me, Dalvin Cook, when he was out there, still looked like he was efficient running at a high level. The argument against him is he's never played more than 14 games. It's a good argument against him. I, I think. You know he's not as old as some people may like to think. That he's he's 27. Um, you know, so I don't think he's past his prime or anything crazy like that. I think, to your point, he's he's in that Joe Mixon range of you know he might get four targets a game, uh, maybe less. Yeah. And so I I think he's not quite a, a dual threat guy like we kind of in our head think he is. Uh, for me, it's it's the offense. Like, do we really think this offense is going to maintain? This you can argue, okay, maybe the defense doesn't come back. The offense has fantasy opportunity. I'm not super high on Kirk Cousins. So it, it's <laughs> one thing for me to get behind the idea of Justin Jefferson you being like this. You like that? Elite I, yeah, talent. like I I there's been some early rumblings of like, oh, they're gonna be a more pass happy team. You you've watched the NFL. You're coming in as an as an offensive minded guy and you see Kirk Cousins yeah. and you see Dalvin Cook. Who are you more inclined to make sure has a bigger share of the workload. And Kirk Cousins has, I mean, again, we could do the Kirk Cousins of prime time. He struggled in big spots. I don't think looking at the Vikings team going, the thing was hold that was holding them back was not enough Kirk Cousins pass attempts. I just don't see it. Now, Justin Jefferson, I think, still will get his. But again, a lot of that sets up well off the play action. And how do you get the play action going? You have to pound the rock to some degree to set up that play action, give Kirk Cousins some easy passes. He's not a, you know, he's not a guy you can just sit back and give 40 pass attempts. I just don't see that from Kirk Cousins. Ultimately, he ends up having like a high completion percentage, you know, decent yards per attempt because they put him in pretty good situations yeah. in part because they had a good running game. So, uh, again, I think the stuff about them rushing less is a little um I don't know. I I think it's a little bit of coach speak, but I still high on Jefferson. Kramer, what do you got? Or or you just did your number six guy. Well, was I was Dalvin I was Cook. pulling this up. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook was eleventh last year in fantasy points per game. So even if you exclude the fact that he missed games, he still was not a top ten guy on a points per game basis. And I and I'm just not really. Uh, maybe I'm overrating having him at six, uh, but I, I'm not ready to step forward saying the offense is going to get better. Yeah, I don't think. But the you're right. Maybe the touchdown regression. Better, but uh, I know. think he could carry it with the touchdown. Um, a progression there. Austin, <laughs> Austin, uh, I'll just give my number six, Austin Eckler. I mean, mm -hmm. you have is, I know you're super high Your on Austin Spiller Eckler. love is ridiculous. I really like Isaiah is Spiller. Ridiculous. I think, I think he's going to have a role in the offense. Um, Herbert, not afraid to quarterback sneak it in the goal line. But again, Eckler, I, I like Austin Eckler. And if we ended up in our ETH league, Ryan, which maybe maybe we'll have to make it like two or three ETH to make it a high stakes ETH league. Uh, Eckler, if we ended up with Eckler as our RB one, I I would I don't think I would be upset. Like if you're drafting at the end of the first, you end up with Austin Eckler, you could definitely talk yourself into it. Um, you know, eighteen red zone touchdowns, sixty three red zone touches, first and second uh, respectively, finished eighth in the NFL in total touches, fourteenth in to in touches per game. I think they got a lot out of Austin Eckler and I think they don't want to burn him out. So that's why they brought in Isaiah Spiller. I thought they, I think they drafted Isaiah Spiller. 
to give Austin Eckler some relief yeah. <laughs> from his workload. Yeah. I think he's going to have a role in the offense. That's what I'm projecting. Okay. That's a nice projection. He only had 94 targets last year. What do you mean only? Eckler. That That's number tied could, for first in the league. Yeah. I think that number could go up. You know why? He had 108 two year, two seasons before. So the uh, 92 catch. So my prediction of him having 100 catches uh, and I guess I'll, I'll I'll rip the band-aid off cuz he's higher up on my list. He's number 2, Sean. Wow. Um again, I I think he could be a 100 catch guy. This offense is going to run a lot of plays. I I do think they're still going to play the way they play because their coach is a nerd and he understands that he's betting on his <laughs> offense to score more points per possession than than the other team. So he does he does not care about giving up points on defense. He's going to play an aggressive blend of defense, maybe even similar inviting teams to run, trying to get sacks, create turnovers, and that's going to give them opportunities. Could Isaiah Spiller get uh how many carries? What what's your what's your carry projection? You think he's getting 5 a game, 10 a, 10 a game you think he has? I think like six, seven. Okay, so yeah, I mean, a couple catches. Does Austin Eckler have two hundred carries this year? No, is is your prediction? He had two hundred and six last year. I think so. I would say maybe like one seventy five. So I think in a year where he split, he maybe goes as down as low as one fifty. I think the catches will easily make up for that. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, I mean, again, he scored eight receiving touchdowns, um, twelve rushing touchdowns. Is that touchdowns. sustainable though? Eight receiving touchdowns. He's done it in two seasons, so I'd say yeah. Um, okay. The the twelve rushing touchdowns, maybe that's where the step back happens. But when I look at it, Sean, there is an echelon of guys who were able to score t- north of twenty one points per game. Again, full p full full point PPR, a- and those guys are just that. That's an elite ceiling. And to your point, if there's some rushing touchdown regression, that's fine for me because I think once again. Austin Eckler being the the second or third target in the passing game in that offense provides just as much as any other team from a from a catch pr- perspective. So could he lead the league in catches from the running back per se, uh, position? Yeah, I think he will. Ryan, I hate to do this, but I know you're not allowed to predict injuries. I predict. No, you're not predicting Eckler. Austin sir. Eckler will miss more than four games due to injury. Lock it in. He had 16 games last year. Every other year, yeah. 10, 8, 3. Wow. Zero. All right. Game started. Yeah, he's my number two. So so I, I think last year was also an outlier for him as far as health. And that's why you saw career high in rushing yards. And uh, so I, I I think as much as I like Eckler, seems like a good dude, team fantasy. I think he's gonna miss three or four games. All right. Real dickhead move for you. Well, come on, Ryan. I told people I can't wait. I told this people don't draft social. Christian McCaffrey because he was going to get hurt, and I'm and I owe it to the audience because I know Austin Eckler is not going to play 17 games. That you know I know. You're right. I'll make him my number three guy. Okay, there you go. Working things out together. All right, my number five, who I'm guessing may not even make your top ten, Ryan. No, I'm sure he didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we know who's left. Give me James Connor. <laughs> He's my number thirteen. What are you doing? <laughs> I love how everyone outside your top I, ten. It's written down 11, in front of me. 12, 13. <laughs> All right. It, again, the the number of his workload without Edmonds is insane. 
If you look at the game logs without Edmonds uh, against the Rams, nine catches, two rushing touchdowns, and Chase Edmonds, you're giving up 43 catches, 116 carries, and you're you're going to be without DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games. Ryan, what is Kyler Murray most afraid of? Uh, ooh, a lot of things, I think. Um, probably certain colors he's scared of playing football. Playing football, uh, which means fur skin coats getting hit. Okay, tall Kyler people. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray doesn't want to get hit, and James Conner is going to be in that backfield. This is insane. Jonathan Taylor was number one with carries inside the five yard line. Do you know who was number two? Take a guess. James Conner. You nailed it, Ryan. How did you get that? He's third in the league in runs inside the ten yard line, which is probably correlated to runs inside the five yard line. Mm-hmm. But still, um, you got Daryl Williams, who yeah, maybe he gets some look. Eno oh. Benjamin. I here's the thing: if Daryl Williams, I think Daryl Williams could take some of the passing work. And, sure. and uh, I'm a little nervous of that. But here's here's what I would counter with. Andy Reid loves a good pass catching running back. If Daryl Williams really had a lot of juice and left in the tank, do you think in a year where they lost Tyreek Hill, they're going to let Daryl Williams walk? They figure out a way to keep Daryl Williams. I'm trusting <laughs> Andy Reid's evaluation that Daryl Williams. Feels Andy, like Andy Reid's pretty good at evaluating pass catching running backs. I don't think that's a stretch at all. Okay. I mean, he did bring Le'Veon Bell onto the Chiefs this past year. I mean,. <laughs> Chad to Levy and Bell. He's a boxer, man. Yeah, who's who? Maybe he can get him to beat up AP. So, do you have you? So you have James Conner at thirteen. All right, I I understand the case. I, and I, again, I think with some of these rankings, I bump guys up a little bit higher just as like a way for me to make sure I get some shares of. But because yeah. where he's going, I love that spot. So maybe I'm boosting him up a couple ranks. You take Conner or Leonard Fournette. I guess you say you're saying you take Conner over Fournette. Yeah, but I think it's close. Um, See, I would take Fournette over Connor. Yeah, you could make a case for this that. Is how I make my rankings. I say, would I draft <laughs> this guy or what? And that's how I got to my number five. I think I would. I think honestly, yeah, that's why I have him at slightly ahead of Fournette. But I really like both, and I think to get Fournette, you have to draft him higher. So that's almost in a weird way. Why I don't know I put if you James do. Conner. I think they're similar. You think? I think so. I'm gonna look up their ADP right now. But All right, uh, my five, and 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 I he's only here because his ceiling to me is higher than Dalvin Cooks, and even though I don't really care what the offense is, because with Christian McCaffrey, it's just a, if he's healthy, he's gonna score a bunch of points, and if he's not healthy, uh, look, I de- I like DJ more too. I like I, I don't hate Christian McCaffrey. Putting him at five means I'll never draft him because I, I I do believe that once Jonathan Taylor goes, he's kind of in a tier by himself. I'm almost looking at the receivers. And so Christian McCaffrey, number five, a little bit of a cop out, I guess. I'm, I doubt I'll draft him. I, you have to have a little exposure in best ball, probably, just in case he goes back to his old ways of of dominating fantasy football. But yeah, I mean McCaffrey is how I wrote it down first. Shout out to McCaffrey. <laughs> McCaffrey. All right. So I L- love his dad, Easy Ed. Hey, we got a new sponsor, Dave. You know it sucks. Being short on cash, whether you're trying to get a, you know, a couple gallons in your tank or go to a wedding, you don't want to be that guy who shows up at the wedding, have no gift. I've been that guy before. It's not somewhere where you want to be or you unexpected medical bill, car repairs. I remember when I had a uh, really crappy car. Shout out to my 91 Ford Escort station wagon. You get hit with a, uh, you got to replace a head gasket, totally destroys your financial plans. 
and you need a couple extra bucks. Well, thankfully, uh, Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Again, hindsight's twenty twenty, and you can't change the past. But again, what if you could get a little help from your future self? Borrow a little cash from your buddy Dave. That's right. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to five hundred dollars instantly with the extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch, need some extra help, consult your buddy Dave. Just download Dave. Uh, D A V E and think of it as a helping hand from future. You download the Dave app from the app store right now. That's D A V E sign up for an extra cash account, get up to $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com slash legal instant transfer fees. Apply banking provided by evolve member FDIC future. You will thank you. I think we're I'm at my top three. I have three guys. You, left. You've given out four. Yeah, my four was uh, Dalvin Cook. Oh, got it. All right, so my four. So I mentioned that four, five, six was like the tier of guys who could, like they they have done in the past the number one running back stuff, uh, and that's Dalvin Cook, then Christian McCaffrey, and my last guy Derrick Henry. It, it's it, even when you look last year when he got hurt, the pace he was yeah. on is insane. Uh, he twenty four point two points per game now. For perspective, Jonathan Taylor, granted he played the whole season, twenty-two. Yeah, I, I have Derrick Henry. Massive. I, I have Derrick Henry at number three. Henry finished fifteenth in the NFL in total touches, and as the RB twenty in eight games. So I mean, even if you project, he just gets to twelve games, thirteen games. That probably puts him in the top ten. You lost AJ Brown, um, which I guess he's could, re- well. Hold on, Derrick Henry's rested. No, that's a great way to look at it. like a boxer who goes to jail, you know? <laughs> uh, he was his 29.6 touches per game, seven more than the next closest running back before his injury. And I, I guess the AJ Brown not being there. Are you viewing that as a positive or a negative for Derrick Henry fantasy? I, I, you, you could say too. You could be like, "Oh, they're going to even load the box up more." But can they even do that? Or I is it going to be even more positive? Like he might get a couple of those touchdowns that AJ Brown would have. I think, I think you could see Henry take a slight tick up in his passing game work to yeah. the realm of a Mixon or a Dalvin Cook. And if he does that, then it just becomes it, it becomes very simple for him to get back in there because you know he's going to get double digit touch. He got ten touchdowns in eight games, and, last and this year. could just be um, an eye test thing. But I I thought I remember them running a decent number of uh, like screens and 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 some stuff to AJ Brown that maybe he picks up. Now he only had eighteen catches last year, but again that was in eight games. His previous career high was nineteen, and that was in twenty twenty in a full sixteen game season. So. He was basically on pace to double his catch total. If I'm Ryan Tannehill and I'm in a contract year, maybe maybe my career is on the line. I You're go to my coach. I go to my coach and I say, "Look, our backup quarterback run has legs as well. I I can run. We have Derrick Henry. Let's do let's have some fun with this and try to be a little bit more smash mouth." Robert Woods was brought in to be a wide receiver. What is Robert Woods great at? Run block. He's a great block. Yeah. 
I mean, you could argue Robert Woods is the the best number one receiver as a blocker on any team. This team is set up to pound the fucking rock. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to 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 not put Henry any any lower than this. It's just it's injury, right? Like he he went over that that thick that like mythical 370 carry mark that just has been a death sentence for for but most he also, humans. Again. But he's also maybe not fully human. So uh, I'm gonna bet on Derrick Henry one more time. I don't have enough shares of him in best ball yet, so I, I will have yeah. to make a, 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 a conscious effort. Still had even in eight games, still had 219 carries and 10 touchdowns. I, yeah. I mean, just again, like you said, he he he's an un- unbelievable freak. Dog. All right, so uh, that was my four. So you're at three. Uh, he was my number three. So we'll uh, get I to- gave I gave out my three because that was Austin Eckler. Okay, I thought your Eckler was two. No, oh, we but swapped it. You, you talked me down. Okay, so we'll give out our top two before we do that. We're gonna give out our lock. When it comes to internet security, IP Vanish. That's right. Love me some IP Vanish. Again, it's the VPN we use, the VPN we trust here at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Powers up God's eye. Again, if you're using a Fire Stick, what better way to hide your location? Then with IP Vanish, you can use it on unlimited devices. Doesn't slow you down. Again, that was always my hangup with uh, VPNs of like, oh, it's going to be laggy. It's going to, you know, it's going to be a huge pain in the ass. Perfect again if you're traveling, especially internationally, on some sketchy Wi-Fi or uh, you're working at some random coffee shop. The password's hot coffee. Never know who can hack into that. And yeah, your ISP browsing history. There's so much stuff on your brow on your internet activity. You don't want people having access to ipvanish.com slash SGP. Use that promo code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. IPvanish.com slash SGP and 30 day money back guarantee. So you can't go wrong. Ryan, uh, our top two, I imagine both have Najee Harris, Jonathan Taylor, correct? Yeah, I almost made Najee Harris one. Really? But I was Just for I figured we take? well, I figured we'd talk about All it. All right, let's make a case. My case is that everyone points to the inefficiency of his rushing game last year. 3.9 yards attempt, uh, only seven touchdowns on 307 carries, 1200 yards. That that's not like the carries are there. You love that from a usage standpoint. There's plenty of opportunity need him to be more efficient. Was that be just because everyone knew big Ben and and the, and the style they were playing. So it was a little easier to defend the run. And really, where he steps forward, and the reason I think you can make the case for him number one or overall, for some reason, watching the the fastest clock humans in the NFL uh, top twenty five video where Jonathan Taylor was like seven out of the top twenty five has just made me think this guy's an amazing freak. But Najee Harris had ninety four targets last year. Yeah, no, seventy four catches. That was my big note. I and that- he only scored three touchdowns. So if you want to tell me he was inefficient in the running game and that's what scares you this year, I say, good sir, regression's coming. This team is reshaped to be more of a running team, a run mm. first team. All right. Either it's a I'm rookie doing it. you want to both do it? Let's do it as a team. We'll jump off the cliff together. Jonathan Taylor, number two, Najee Harris, number one, fantasy football running back. Let's go all in on Najee. And again, I didn't like before I jumped into the numbers, 94, I would have, could never have guessed 
that Najee Harris had the same number of targets as Austin Eckler. We had a conversation earlier this in the best, maybe one of the first best ball drafts we did. I took Najee number two overall. Yeah, because I we said after Jonathan Taylor, I don't know who to take. I don't know who I like the most, but I know this guy. As far as anyone that could emulate a Derrick Henry from a usage standpoint on a team that if they're going to be successful, obviously I'm betting on them to be a little bit successful. I like Mike Tomlin to be yeah. coach of the year, 30 to one shot. That, that's a fun bet. This, this has all the makings. Cause I don't, he's going to have 300 carries again. I think almost certainly it's a rookie quarterback or it's Mitchell Trubisky. If it's Mitch Trubisky, the amount of times you're going to see Najee Harris running a little flare route out to mm. the wing, you know, Mitch rolls out, nothing there. Dump it off. When I told you I thought Saquon was going to be a top five target guy, here's the hotter part of the take. Najee Harris leads the league in running back targets. Najee Harris leads the league in running back catches next year. I, I think, I think, and when you look at my top 10, I think it's Najee Harris. I think it's Austin Eckler. I think it's Aaron Jones, Saquon Barkley, and probably Christian McCaffrey if he stays healthy in terms of running back targets next year. And, and I think. I think those guys have to be if you, the guys you think are going to lead the league in targets have to be in your top 10. And so yeah. Yeah, and again, you have Trubisky, you have Kenny Pickett. I mean, rookie quarterbacks and bad quarterbacks love a good checkdown. And and the case against is the offense. Like if the offense is in the top 10 offense, are we going to be limited from a touchdown perspective? That's true, but I I think he's going to make up for it in PPR points and uh, we were limited I was, last I was year. looking up a couple of numbers, so if I missed it, I apologize, Ryan. But hmm. Juju again ate up a ton of easy targets that I think a guy like Najee could. Yeah, I, th- I think you're looking. I just, I, I think the Steelers are a team too that I, I don't think we're going to see an offense that any way resembles what they did last year. I think this is almost a reboot. Yeah, you have a rookie and you have Mitch Trubisky. Neither was there last year. Big Ben, they ran an offense for Big Ben. That was designed for Big Ben. So it makes sense if you if you really think about it, what was Big Ben good at? Getting in the ball out as quickly as possible. Yeah. So how is that going to help real, how, and he had a real connection with Deontay Johnson? Like But how I, is that going to help your running game? So imagine you design an offense around well, running the football. You play up on the line. No, but my point is, is yeah, that, yeah, exactly. You're not because the, the the defense knows the ball's coming out quick. They're going to play up closer to the line. It's going to be harder to run the ball, even against the pass look. And so, yeah, I, I think, I think they're going to come out with an offense that's more resembles a Mike Tomlin. We're going to play defense. We're going to run the ball, and we're going to take some I, shots. And, and and Roethlisberger was under center um, the entire season, I think, and that's that's hard, or you know, at least the majority of the snaps. I think that's harder to to run out of or to set up the run. I I wouldn't be surprised if we see some under center stuff. Again, this is pure speculation, but you know, Mitch Trubisky under center or Kenny Pickett. Now, just pure speculation. And then also getting back to the Deontay Johnson, like I think part of his success was he had a real connection with Big Ben. So, while and I think we're going to get some vacated targets via not obviously he's still on the team, but I think the connection won't be there with these other two quarterbacks. So I think that will create passing game opportunity. All right, let's uh, close it out. Talking Jonathan Taylor again, it's really tough to build the case against Jonathan Taylor. I do think it's more fun to just be slightly higher on Najee. Um, but again, you know, Jonathan Taylor, just straight dog led the NFL last year. Sorry. Red zone touches. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, before we get into Jonathan, 
You mentioned Big Ben taking snaps under center. Yeah. You meant not under center, right? What I went to yeah, go. Oh, look I meant up, to say shotgun. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. They almost took no snaps under yes. center. And Najee. So imagine Which being, is usually better for the running game. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, to tie a bow on it, like there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic. And I hate that the nerds have latched on to this inefficiency thing. <laughs> it's really strange. Like um, anyway, sorry, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor Stunt. again, 42 carries inside the 10. 12 more than the cl- next closest back, which was Damian Harris at 30. Did not make either of our top tens. I, I'm kind of higher. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson keeps climbing up my board. Hmm. Um, Interesting. 11th in routes run and six in route participation in 2021. So maybe he has an increased role in the passing game. Uh, the the Colts offensive line I still think is good, but maybe not as good as even like two years ago with Philip Rivers. I think they've been dealing with some injuries. Um, Jonathan Taylor's a beast. Yeah, again, I you're you're really nitpicking to really build a case against him. If you end up with Jonathan Taylor on your team, I think you're pretty excited. Uh, yeah, uh, dare we say one A, one B? No. <laughs> number two, Jonathan Taylor. Number two, Najee Harris. Number one, book it. All right, so you, you know gotta, what? You gotta you gotta find your soapboxes. And because people in always, people always want to ask this kind of stuff. I would say Najee Harris, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, probably in a tier up. Uh, you know, what? I'll say Najee Harris, Jonathan Taylor, tier one, tier two, Eckler, Henry, McCaffrey, Cook, tier three, Jones, Barkley, and tier three, <laughs> Chubb, Dobbins, and then you know, Mixon, Fournette, Connor, my uh, 12, 11, 12, 13 guys. So my tier, <laughs> uh, tier one, Najee, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick co- Henry. Ooh, yeah, Derrick Henry, tier one. Tier, uh, tier number two. Man. Uh, Cook, Connor, Eckler, uh, McCaffrey, and then tier three, Jones, Mixon, uh, Fournette. What uh, so tier, tier six, Saquon Park. There, there, there is no real case against Jonathan Taylor. I, this is more of a case for Najee yes. Harris. I do think, gun to your head, number one in, in a draft, are you really taking Najee Harris? Ugh. Yeah, I think I might. Season long, I would. I think I might. Best ball, I I would do a little bit of both. I wanna I wanna have so out of my top ten guys, I wanna hold more Najee Harris, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones than anyone else, and Dobbins. I don't I don't want to be what do they say, Sean? Overweight. I don't want to be overweight on Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey, or Derrick Henry. Yeah. No, I. What's I, appropriate maybe, weight there? Uh, I. You know, I find myself. I need more shares of Derrick Henry. Yeah, I do too. And I need more Najee shares. I fuck up. I, I always fuck up Derrick Henry because it's just it's kind. It feels lame to take Derrick Henry. All right, I want to fire up another best ball draft. All right, guys, thank you. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. You can participate and win some free gear. All you got to do send in a screenshot of you reviewing the Sports Gambling Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Take that screenshot, open up the app, click contest, submit it there. Very easy. And you got a chance to win free gear every Monday, aka March Monday for the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Sean, don't listen to the Antonio Gibson hype. Kramer, let it ride.